it's that time again once a week welcome back to disruptive af your podcast for staying on the edge of innovation right here i have myself triggered jordan and dan the man here as your host to your favorite podcast dan say hello hey what's up trigger how, how you doing great man dude literally fridays fridays are my favorite part of the week now you may not know this we actually record these on fridays so if you're listening in a different time that's totally fine just know that friday afternoons you could be live with us literally right now but we listen we got probably one of the most exciting and unknown things to me this week we're talking about no kidding air force gaming air force gaming that is coming out now this is relatively new dan like i just literally found out about this a couple weeks ago did you know about yeah this? yeah I mean, I I like heard buzz like maybe a couple weeks ago and, and suddenly yeah. I'm hearing everybody talking about it. Yeah. And not only just Air Force Gaming, like we have the pros themselves himself right here, Ben Kelsey. Now, Ben is with us. Not only is he, uh, he's been in the Air Force for seven years as, as a security forces defender. Awesome. Ben, thank you. Uh, but also uh, he previously stationed at Minot Air Force Base, now at Buckley Air Force Base in Colorado. Uh, and outside of his Air Force career, uh, his passion and hobbies really has led him to what he is now, centered around video gaming, which has become, as he's going to tell us, a huge market in the last several years. And he's currently running uh, with some of his friends as well, the community marketing, uh, community and marketing for the Air Force gaming that he spent the last several years building connections for esports, the gaming industry, uh, spending his time uh, not just that, but moderating for moderating for Riot Games uh, and other esport le leagues on Twitch. So first. Welcome, Ben. Dude, it is so great to have you on the Disruptive AF podcast. Welcome to thank the party. Uh, thank you. Glad to be here. That's an intro. Dude, that's, I, an intro. You know, that's my part. Now, now Dan does the smart stuff and, and <laughs> brings the smart questions. It's an important part. Thing, more, more, more about you because I, dude, I, uh, the whole gaming realm, like we'll talk about what my involvement in, in gaming is later, but but tell us about it. Like, what gave you the idea to bring gaming esports to the Air Force? It, it makes total sense, but somebody had to start it. Like, what what was this leap that made you say, "Hey, this is something we need"? Also, also so, really quick for the olds out there, uh, what like, can you just describe what we're talking about when we're talking about esports? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. No. So, I mean, quick recap of explain what esports is is everyone understands video games uh, at a basic level esports is just the professional level of it uh same as nfl where people are playing in competitive leagues for uh whatever specific video game it is um and recently crossed a one billion dollar industry in 2019 and the, if they expect that if the pace keeps up uh for the next three years it'll dwarf uh, formula one and the champions league so when you're talking about um Formula One, you're talking about no kidding, like the Formula One racing, like the the, yes. the entire racing industry. Yes. In the next couple of years, this projected to be bigger than that. I, I can totally believe it. When you when you talk about gaming, though, when you talk about what that is, uh, because, you know, there are some people who are completely into it. And then guys like me that you you just invite me so you can shoot me or, or kill me <laughs> the game inside itself. But but what what is that community like when you talk about gaming and the esports, the competitive side of it? Can you kind of describe like what that is and how people get involved and and what that looks like? So the best the best way I want to say that esports kind of is predominant and my opinion, my favorite. Um, when you watch the NFL, you watch NHL, any other sports league, that's 
about the limit of your involvement is you get to watch. You might play in your own uh, like uh, intramurals or your own rec leagues and stuff like that. But on esports, you're a lot more personally connected to it. So not only are you able to watch the professional matches, but you understand that game because you play it probably every day. And those play those players are on the same social media platforms that you are. They're they're a gamer just like you are. So they're all they're in the same uh, groups and servers and everything that you are. So you'll you'll come across them sometimes just playing the game. Uh, so you you feel a lot more connected and they're a lot more personable than just watching a professional do a professional sport. Dude, until you said that, I never thought about that. Yeah, like that that thought mind. never crossed my mind. Ever that yeah, I mean these people that you compete against, the same people that you could go and play uh, in an environment or a game are literally the same people that you're watching be you know excellent. The top rate. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's also, involved. there's there's probably this sense of accessibility, right? It's like yes. I'm 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 close to you know. There's probably a lot of people who feel like I'm pretty close to that level, so it's kind of this motivation to keep on. It's a little different when you're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so many leagues and opportunities for people to come up. It's not, it's not yeah. the standard. You have to yeah. be basically find the right way in. Uh, and anyone can com- anyone can compete and make it in a league or a championship. Uh, yeah. Like the Fortnite World Championship uh, last year, it was only you just played the video game to get into the championship. They paid all your expenses. They flew you out to New York. You competed, and this 19 year old, I don't, I don't remember how old he was won three million dollars and just by playing a video game Fortnite. <laughs> Dude, it was, wow. I thought that was, I thought the article was a joke. And then I found out, no kidding, he legitimately won three million dollars. And I, I imagine, you know, his parent it, there was a in the article itself talked about his parents, you know, saying, Yeah, you know, initially when he was doing this, but he didn't know you could make money doing it, but he's so good. And that's one of the things that it just amazes me about gaming is that, you know, I think just about like anybody's parents they were like, ah, oh, you know, you need to get a real job. But the reality is, like, there's a lot of technicality to it. There's a lot of, and especially later on in the podcast, we'll talk about the connectivity that that gaming and uh, gamification of what we do, even connected to mission, actually has a huge, a huge proponent of changing the way we do training, the changing the way that we do the mission, our mission, mission preparation. There's a lot that it gets to it. But real quick, I want to take a step back. And Dan, I, you know, I don't want to hog the mic. You have so many great questions to so jump in at any point. But I want to take a step back real quick as far as the complexity of gaming. Because if people aren't gaming, they think, oh, you're just playing a video game. But there's a lot more mentally, a lot more like physically, the, the calculations you're having to make, calculations you're having to think, steps you're having to think through in gaming. It's like a, it's like a chess, mass on, chess match on roids that is constantly mm-hmm. changing. Can you talk to that? Yeah, it's you're making millisecond decisions. Granted, there's not as big repercussions, but you feel so invested that that repercussion has yeah. the same level of like damage to you. Yeah, uh, you have this kind of like winner's vibe and and want need to succeed, and so just that competitiveness kind of comes out and and you you want to win. It's that's really, yeah. I'm getting like uh, this sense that there is a lot more to, you know, like I've I never really thought of gaming as a sport, right? Like I always thought of it as it's it's just a game. It's like, uh, you know, when I play board games with people or um, 
But when you talk about it like a sport where you've got this element of teams and community and you've got the competition against other people and, and all of that, like emotional investment and stuff. Um, I, it's kind of interesting how we talk about physical real life sports in this way. Like it's an allegory for battle, right? Like this is a really common thing. And we talk about the lessons you learn from being a member of a sports team and like from failure and from, you know, striving to, to do better. I have never in my life heard anybody speak in those terms about video games. Uh, so I, it, that's just what you're talking about with the level of commitment and you know investment involved in yeah. actually playing the game. It kind of makes me wonder if we shouldn't be considering that a little more. I mean, that's one of the, one of the larger challenges we've had. We've had at Air Force Gaming is basically we we our first step was explaining video games. Yeah, because that that's that was the first like step into explaining why it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then at that point, go to this is esports. So it was, it was definitely like a step by step process to introduce someone who's completely on the outside and doesn't have any knowledge past knowing that there's some goofballs out there playing video games. Yeah. So well, and there's so much there's so much more to the technical interaction of what you're doing on a video game. So for for me directly, how this correlates is. Uh, we've done a lot um, advanced Air Force Base uh, in our Spark Cell connected with 19th Air Force and helping to revolutionize how, what we do in pilot training. And you may have heard people talk about uh, UPT 2.5, undergraduate pilot training 2.5. Because right now there's a gap that's bridging. I'm not just talking about the, the, the manning of pilots. I'm talking about the gap between technology of fourth gen aircraft and fifth gen aircraft. And, and larger when you talk about trying to go from a mindset of, you know, physically flying the aircraft and being an expert at flying the aircraft. And now you go to being more of a, a data management. I'm not trying to, to undermine what fifth gen pilots are, but you are assimilating so much data. You are having you're having to be a master of being able to sort through what data is important, what information is important, what what needs to be your priority at this moment while you're flying, you know, at mock speed. And it's the assimilation of all of this information and prioritizing what needs to be done at a moment's notice and then executing on it. And the thing that has amazed me is that we've started using a lot of VR simulation um, uh, in uh, training pilots and because it's a realistic environment. It's a realistic world. Uh, as you know, I mean, the gaming industry, we're literally pulling the same companies, whether it's Valve, whether it's X-Plane, whether it's DC, you know, whether whoever the company is, we're pulling the technology that has been out there that has been in the gaming industry for a long time and capitalizing on the excellence of what those virtual environments are. And the thing that amazes me is that um, the interaction and the interface that you have from the physical realm to the virtual realm of, of gaming and the decisions that you're having to make, man, I, it, it is, there's so much benefit to it. There's a ton of benefit to it of what you can. And that statement that you made earlier, Ben, I think is absolutely huge. You know, people look at it and say, oh, you're just playing a game. Well, I mean, if somebody looked at some of our student pilots now in the innovation flights that are taking place, they could look at it and be like, oh, they're just playing video games. No, they're literally doing training. They're literally having to prioritize what they do uh, in in the virtual air, yeah, in the virtual aircraft. They're having to decide what task is most important that they need to uh, prioritize that. And they're literally doing training. And that's the thing that I think gets lost in translation is that, listen, we there is this huge world of which we literally are just starting to open up 
in the realm of how can we train people better? Well, you make it into a game. You make it something they enjoy to do. And when you're teaching somebody to balance a bunch of different tasks at once and to assimilate this information, because, you know, I watched somebody play Fortnite and there's a lot of information on the screen. There's a lot of information you have to know in the controls. There's a lot of information you have to, a lot of knowledge you have to have background to be able to help you be most efficient and effective what you're doing in that second in the game, especially when you're going up against somebody. And people, I feel like in the past, and Dan, this is where it really comes to you when you're talking about this creative thinking, this art of dissecting what's important. You know, when you equate what you're doing in an aircraft, when and you equate your, what you're doing as an operator, when you equate what you're doing, where it's split second decisions need to be made right now. It is not necessarily about the decision that needs to be made. It's about the process of assimilating that data, the process of assimilating that information, the the way that your mind uh, cognitively processes that data that's coming in and building a pathway to be able to do it more quickly. And that's why when I look at gaming, I'm like, dude, this is. This is the this is a potential building block of totally revolutionizing how we train ourselves to to process information. Does that make sense? I mean, it's this this literally could be a whole new foundation of how we train ourselves by putting it in these in this format that Ben that you see in gaming all the time. And and I mean, there's one there's one way to super simplify that, uh, like related to defenders. Um, when we do shoot, move, communicate. Every time you go to talk to somebody, it's just your natural habit that you look at them. It's just yeah. something that you do. Yeah. And that's not okay for us. You, you need yeah. to be focused uh, towards the fight. And are, we always go back to when you're playing Call of Duty, you're playing your Xbox, you're not talking that you're just, you're doing it. You're focusing on what you need to focus on and talking to everyone around you and giving locations. Yeah. So do that in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and getting those, like you said, getting those neurological pathways formed, it just takes a lot of those uh, things that you're trying to train into people's brains. It just takes a ton of repetition, and that's something you can get out of, especially if you can you can create something that is enjoyable or gives that that type of endorphin rush that you get out of video games. You know, like if you could if you could tap into that that kind of uh, you know. So addictiveness, I, I would say it like, yeah. cause it actually is. It's like, there are these certain things that you want to experience again and again and again, because, uh, you know, it's like such a, such a rush. Um, yeah. I don't think we get a whole lot of that in much air force training, but I think we could learn a lot from the gaming industry. So I, I kind of want to turn it to why esports. you know, like we, we talked about like, uh gaming but wh what is what is this the point of this community that you're trying to build are you like are you going is it the competitive element is it you just wanted more friends like can you can you uh, <laughs> talk so, us through what the thinking was in the creation there so i'll kind of i'll kind of start from the beginning uh give kind of like a quick little shout out just to the rest of the team uh just it's so it's, it's myself so I'm, I'm running uh basically everything engagement so marketing social media uh, behind the scenes on all, all, all of our streaming platforms, yeah, uh, a lot of the content creation, and running the, the community as a whole. Um, then we have uh, Captain Parsons, who's out at Vandenberg, and he's just kind of like our uh, basically executive officer, just just the main man in charge. Um, under him, we've got uh, Lieutenant uh, Matuzak. I've probably butchered his name. I do it all the time, um, but he's he's actually a mislayer, but my not. Um, and he's he's just like our ops officer. 
So it would just kind of correlating to what people would understand in the Air Force. Um, and so he's, he's running all the ops, just kind of the second-hand man with uh, Captain Parsons. And then we have Master uh, Martin, who's at Randolph uh, Air Force Base. And he's kind of our H&R department. So he's helping with all uh, documents that are related to hirings and regulations and creating up a lot of those. Um, then we have TechSiren, uh this name, I, I'm, I apologize to him already, uh, but Matthew Reichhart, he's out of Osan, uh, and he's our technology guy. So he's he's been developing our website. He just finished developing our ver automatic verification system to get into uh, our Discord, because our Discord's completely verified. Um, and then uh, Steph's on Berkska out at, uh, Berksa, I said that wrong. Out of Nellis, he's our esports manager. So everything esports world, 100% is under his lane. I definitely have the passion for it, but that's there's might be some questions that you're just you're gonna have to get him on here uh, to answer. Yeah. Uh, but back to the question of why we wanted to do this, it was we we cared about resiliency. We saw a gap in what was being provided to the airmen. Um, Outdoor Rec's phenomenal and has, and then there's rec leagues for football, soccer. I mean, a sport, you name it. People like to go hike. Yeah. There's there's things for them. But all the airmen that are just hanging out in their dorms playing video games after work or all the airmen that go home to their apartments after work and all they do is play video games, and there's nothing wrong with them. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's us. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing for them. There's nothing connecting them to other people. So we kind of saw it as an opportunity to connect everybody on an equal level. And so that was the community side. And then esports is just a lot of a core group inside of gaming communities want to compete at a higher level. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I Dan, I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm gonna make a prediction right here. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, officially documented in the outer webs and the interwebs. I think what is starting as a group, because this is, I mean, this is groundbreaking for the Air Force. It, it, it really is. And, and frankly, I think it's probably ground. I don't know what the other services are doing, but I would go so far as to say, I think this is groundbreaking for everybody. This is setting a new standard, not just for the communication, not just for the resiliency of airmen, but the reality is this is a new realm of which we have tried to dabble in, in the Air Force. And I'm not going to speak holistically on behalf of, you know, Air Force modeling and simulation or anything like that, but it's this is relatively new. This is something we're starting to dive into. I I think Ben, what is starting as a group is quickly going to grow into an a, a needed expertise in the Air Force of how no kidding we develop how we, how we integrate games, how we integrate uh, training, simulation, gaming. I think this is going to be a new realm of of a whole new environment. Do you see, and right before we get a break, do you see eventually this being an AFSE? I mean, to say that's our end goal, that's our end goal. So. Boom, there it is. I made the prediction. That's a, uh, because I, Dan, I could totally see this happening. Ben, I could see this literally a couple of years down the road saying, hey, you come in with the expectation because you look at the gaming companies, Valve and you know what are, what are some other great gaming companies out there? They hire, hire people for this intent. And they're computer programmers. And this is something that I've loved that the Air Force has done. You know, we talk about the innovation's edge, that they're looking at, hey, how do we train people to be programmers? How do we allow people to have, yes, their job, but programming is like a, a language that they have. It's something that additional th skill that they have. I love that we're headed this direction of, 
they're, we're not trying to fight the, fight the system. We're seeing what people are good at and we're pulling them in and say, hey, how can we capitalize on what it is that you love to do? How can we encourage you to do what you're doing? I love that you guys are doing that. Just, I mean, just to sell off of what you just said, we have, we have, we have airmen that that's, it's not their career. It's not what they want to do, but they want to learn how to uh, code and develop and things like that. So yeah. we have, we have multiple volunteers that are helping develop the yeah. website and the coding behind Air Force Gaming that that's just their hobby and off time. And they're just learning it freehand to do it for that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that is huge. Hey, when we, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. Um, when we come back, we want to dive into not just more about Air Force Gaming, but honestly, man, Ben, where you see this thing going in the future? Like, what what is when you think about Air Force Gaming in the future? What is the long shot? What is the moonshot that you hope this becomes, and what you guys see it potentially being? Because here on Disruptive AF Podcast, like we are all about being out there on the edge and talking about the 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 moonshots, the 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 things that most people would say, ah, there's no way that's gonna happen. That's what we are made of right here at the Disruptive AF podcast. So stay with us when we come back for break. Can't wait to talk about where Air Force Gaming is gonna go here in the very near future. Airmen Powered by Innovation runs an idea sharing and problem curation platform to help organizations run campaigns and solve challenges regarding their mission. Explore topics like the Vice Chief's Challenge Saving Airman Time and COVID-19 Teleworking Best Practices to get involved. Create an account or learn more at us.af.ideascalegov.com. Hey, welcome back to the Disruptive AF Podcast. I'm here with my friend Trigger Jordan, and yep. we got on the podcast today uh, Ben Kelsey, who's mm-hmm. talking about uh, Air Force eSports e- e- team. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and something that you touched on before the break, Ben, that I wanted to hit on was this this idea of pulling solitary gamers who were who were already doing this in their off time and and kind of going where they are. This is this is a concept that I think uh, the Air Force hasn't done quite as as good a job at in the past, and I think it's a really interesting element to dig into. This idea that you know, rather than trying to drag people to where we are, we, why don't we recognize that they're in this place and go, you know, find them in their space and learn how to operate, in, you know, in their environment? Is you know, can you talk a little bit about? the impact that that has had for people who might have felt less connected before. Absolutely. We, we've actually had a, a ton of success stories, uh, but we, like I was saying with, with outdoor rec and stuff, there's a lot of programs that are trying to get airmen out of the dorms uh, to connect and socialize. We're trying to fill that gap of why can't we just go to where they're already at and let them socialize. So we're, yeah. pro- we're providing a, a basically a, a safe place for people with like minds to game because every community is built around a single like uh, shared bond on something so be it sports or it doesn't matter what it is our community is generally is just specifically built around gaming so everyone comes in at an equal level of i like video games and a community builds itself so you kind of just lay the groundwork of here's a place for you. 
let's see where this goes and we'll keep you in the lines. And so was, we've... Yeah. And the resiliency aspect, I think, is is critical here because you're talking about, you know, an activity that a lot of people maybe when they're going through something difficult, they're going to tend to retreat back to those solitary activities. So I think it's a it's a really kind of fascinating and innovative route to actually kind of fool those people into getting connected to other people, which is a key component of addressing this issue that we have with resiliency. And we had a. We've had I mean, the, the stories go on for days. We we had airmen that joined uh, that were both out of Elmendorf, and they they were in the, went in the Discord one day and were like, and some one of them contacted us and was like, "Hey, I've been at Elmendorf for like three months. I haven't met anybody. I don't know any friends. Nothing like that. I met someone through the Discord, and now we go out and hang out." Uh, we had we had someone. So for our Overwatch, we were playing a scrum against the Army Overwatch team, and someone had just recently PCS'd. So they still had to set up their whole computer, the whole uh, setup and everything like that. Another member of the Overwatch community drove five hours, helped them set up their PC and unpack, and drove five hours back in time for the scrim. Wow. That's, that's incredible. Huge. Wow. That's, that's huge. Uh, okay, a little testimony real quick. When you're talking about being connected, connected to people, and being connected on the network, I honestly, I really did try getting in game into gaming. And one of the things that was was hard is that I like none of my friends necessarily were gamers because we're kind of like outdoors people's like it's just not what we've been into. And it was really hard because I didn't have a, a community to get tied into. Like you join, you know, you you join a team or you join uh, a live thread that was going on. It was like everybody knew each other. They were already talking, you know, and I, and I was the odd dude out. So I think this is really, really, really cool that you have. You're setting up this community that people automatically, hey, if you're in the Air Force and you're looking for a community to get plugged into, boom, right there. You can you can literally reach out to you guys. You can hit you guys up on social media. You can hit you up on, you know, your million emails or whatnot and get connected immediately to a community where, that where you actually where you fit in because how I think we've all had those experiences where you're in a community or maybe you're in an AFSC or you know you have work but you just don't feel like you connect some places and really this is the most important piece that I think it gets down to just like Dan was mentioning is that finding a community where you fit finding a group where you're like-minded and I love that we we have one that is literally on the cutting edge of what technology is, of what socially, you know, socially, economically, what's taking place. Like you said, a billion dollar market, a billion dollar market gaming has become. It's it's where we're at. And I love that you guys have taken that step out to bring that reality, that realism, that um, uh, what do I want to say? That that what's happening right now in the market into the Air Force culture. That's huge. And, and my, so my personal funny. favorite part. Uh, sorry, my my personal favorite part about the community is the fact that we're all Air Force. So everyone understands to an extent what you're going through. Not that you have to talk about it, not that anything like that, but everyone understands you, what your career is like and what that what that all is like. And so you just kind of have that bond of, hey, they understand me. I understand them. And then, yeah, you build from there. Yeah, I was just like when uh, Trigger was talking about that, like that this how big this already is. Like, you know, I I've, I've been playing PC games starting when I was fourteen, right? And and uh, and and I think about it now. There are 
probably hundreds of thousands of people in the Air Force already, like that are already gaming, right? Regularly, I would guess, considering the the percentage of the Air Force that is millennial and younger. Um, and, and if you think about it, like there are all of these hundreds of thousands of people who are over in this other place. And this whole time we've been, we they're, they're like over in this, this building over here. And we're, we've been over here talking like, how do we reach these people? I just don't know. Nobody ever bothered to, to walk into the building where they were all hanging out. I just think it's really fascinating that, that it, it, uh, it took this long for us to, to even get started on, on this idea. Yeah. And I mean, we've, we barely touched the surface. We have a, we were just at about uh, 5,000 members across our Facebook and our discord that are all total force airmen. And so, and that's, that's basically all just been word of mouth. Um, Cause there's, there hasn't been anything too big uh, just from where we're working at, but it's that big of a community uh, based off of word of mouth. It's the, the potential is huge. Yeah. So for people who aren't getting that word of mouth, how can uh, people who are just hearing about it, how can they get connected? Because I've had people who I was talking about it and they were like, yeah, how do, how do I get my airmen involved? And I was, I was like, I don't actually know how you, how you get in. So you can, you can find links to all our social medias on airforcegaming.com. Uh, we're Air Force Gaming across the board. It's Air Force GG on Facebook. Um, and you can message pretty much any of those pages and we'll respond to you. Uh, email our team inbox, which is contact at afg.team. Um, and anything we can get you in. We'll, the, the verification system is fully automated at this point. So if you're trying to join our Discord, it's you can just quickly send an email and you're in. So nice nice we'll make we'll make sure that it gets in the, uh, the not only in the description of if you're watching this on youtube if you're watching the video or uh if you're on uh wherever podcasts are hosted we'll make sure this is in the comment section or the description section so you can just click the link you can also go to uh for this episode specifically you can go to social media on afworks anywhere that afworks is and this youtube page we'll make sure that the link specifically to get to you guys is here and then we'll be broadcasting that for sure. And then I'm sure, uh, you know, not speaking for Jordan, but I'm sure AFWorks is going to be pushing that side as well, uh, because this is, I mean, this is really exciting. And one of the things that you mentioned um, that, uh, that I just want to expand on real quick is that, you know, when you talk about the innovation environment, uh, when you talk about an environment that is collaborative, an environment that isn't uh, an, an austere place where uh, you have to have a certain level, you know, a certain rank or a certain mentality or a certain background. Like, that, that's what I love about innovation is that, Innovation is no respecter of person or rank or idea. Like it's just the best idea wins. And people get to come in and they get to be themselves for who they are. They get to be a human and they get to share an idea. That's what I love about innovation. And that's what I love about the gaming is that, man, it, this is it, this is the leveler of any background, of any career field, of anything. Like you get to be you, you get to hop on, you get to bring your skills to what you bring. Um, and it's just a leveling field. And I love that because I think there's a lot of people looking for that. When you look uh, just at the environment of what gaming is and you look at the Air Force, there's people who just want to be a person. I don't want to be associated to a rank. I don't want to be associated to a job. I just want to be me. And you guys offer that. And that is so awesome. Yeah, we, yeah, we, it's, everyone's on equal ground. There's no, we're not worried about any rank. There's no, Nothing worry. Nothing worry about it. It's it's a community for people to enjoy video games together, and that's 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 the gist of it. Yeah, 
yeah. That's and huge. another angle of this, of the stand-up of this thing is the idea of entrepreneurship, uh, which I think is really interesting. We talked to, uh, we've talked to a couple of people who just had great ideas and they kind of took the initiative on it. Can you talk about like the experience of that and the, you know, maybe did you question yourself a little bit? Like, are we even allowed to be creating a community like this? Cause I know a lot of people would second guess themselves. Like, I don't know yeah, if I can create the air force's official esports team. It seems I, you know, that's a, that's a bold play, right? Yeah. So just to, to clear it up, just cause we're still working through things, but the, we're working with services to help develop an U a U.S. Air Force esports team, which would will go to competitions as Air Force esports, and then we'll be a separate thing as Air Force gaming, and we'll just help with training and coaching and things like that. So we'll be the the basically the behind the scenes and fundamentals for uh, Air Force esports, but that's fully under uh, services, and we're still working through to hopefully get to that point at some uh, some point. Uh, so what you did is you recognized this, like this potential, right? You saw something that could be bigger and you yeah. just presented what you can control, right? You were like, Hey, well, I can build this thing and show them what, what, it, what it could be. Right. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing about anything is your passion. It's, it's passion and initiative. Cause, and that's what we love with everything in our community. Like it, it's, it's taking initiative and being passionate about it. Because with those two things, you're going to go out there and make it happen. You're going to find yeah. someone to help you make it. You're going to find people who are like-minded that want to help you succeed. So it's, it, I think those are the two cores to anything. Yeah. Um, Dan, you know what I'm going to say next. You know where I'm going to go I, with it. I have, I have no idea. You have I'm no gonna... idea. I say it. I feel like I say no, it every I, single week. I'm, I'm I, kidding. I, I you're exactly you're Literally, so Ben, you weren't with us last week. But this comes up almost every single week. This is a common point. If there's one thing in my life that I will continue to stress to everybody is that if you take the time to connect a person to their passion for a purpose, you will create fulfillment in their life. And I know there's going to be a, people who are watching this who are like, how are you going to create fulfillment in somebody's life from playing a game? I'll tell you why. It's because they're passionate about it. They're passionate about connecting to the environment. It's something that challenges them. It's something that encourages them. And not just they're not just playing a game. They're thinking about different ways of processing information. Like, this is huge. And that's literally what you've done. That's Dude, Ben, great job to you and your team, seriously, because you've created a new environment, a new community for people who are passionate about gaming. Uh, and, and it is going to pay dividend, dividends, not just in the in innovation environment, but it's going to pay dividends in the Air Force as a whole to have people who think in this mindset. Like... Dude, I wish I was more of a gamer to just be a, a bro in your guys' network. I'm, your, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find something, something that that I can play. I mean, you, you can join, know. and people will help you get better. So, you guys have like a Tetris <laughs> team. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter That's, what you want to play. You can join. Duck Hunt. Do Do you guys? <laughs> we'll, we'll make We'll make it just for you. <laughs> I still play oh, Hubert. Oh, dude, that's too good, man. Well, Ben, uh, no, we normally could go back that to this last segment where I say, hey, if we if there's one parting shot, we'll go around the go around the virtual room real quick. If there's one parting shot of something you want people to know about Air Force gaming, about esports, uh, any myth that you want to change, what would that be? What it, what is it as we get ready to close out? What do you want people to know about Air Force gaming and the esports? It's I'm sure a lot of people listening, a lot of people watching play video games and they're, they get stress relief out of it. They enjoy it. They, that's, that's their passion in some way. 
we're providing a place for them to connect and potentially get to another level and enjoy themselves without that having to worry about their daily life with all these connections that are going to come from meeting other people in the Air Force. Yeah. It's that community comes back to that community piece. Yeah. That's huge. Dan, Dan, I know you have great insightful words. I mean, I think we hit on a, a bunch of really interesting points here. Like I've, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't realize the, the importance of the human element of the gaming, but which is kind of weird because uh, when I was, a, when I was a kid, we used to have land parties and it was this big get together and we would all go and we'd play unreal tournament and it was, we'd play all night or whatever. And we'd drink and jolt cola or whatever it was. Right. And, uh, and it wasn't just, you know, people saw it as just us like playing a video game and you think of somebody zoning out and turning their brain off. This is what a lot of people have in their heads when they think of somebody playing video games. It's just solitary, sedentary, passive, and they're shutting their brain down. But there is, when you do that with other people, it, it opens up this whole other dimension of it, which is yeah. that, that social, is that community dimension. And when I was playing land parties, we weren't just playing the game. Most of what was going on there was actually about interaction between us and it was bonding and it was having a good time and learning things. And, you know, th so there's a lot of, I think there's a lot more depth to this when you add the human element. That's not to say that, you know, playing video games on your own is can't also be really beneficial because we understand gamification and simulation can be great yeah. for training. Yeah. But this, the esports thing, uh, like what's really, what's really struck me in this episode uh, and the stuff that Ben's been sharing with us is, is that when you make it an esports community, it's not just about the games. It's yeah. about the people. It's about yeah. that resiliency element. And, and it has such potential to grab people who are stuck in that sedentary, solitary space and pull them into a community where they can connect with people. And that is just so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there is, there is unknown goodness to this. You know, I just, my mind goes wild when I think about the gaming community, when I think about the importance of, of having these people who understand not only how to play the game, but the intricacies of, of the strategy of how to play the game, assimilating the information. You know, my mind goes to kind of everything we talked about with the evolution of what pilot training is and the, the huge dividends this is going to pay. And I would go so far as to say, I honestly think that the mentality of incorporating gaming, not just from the resiliency side of it, but from the technical, from the cognitive, from the neural, uh, the neural calculations that are taking place of no kidding, looking at the complexities of what gaming is. If we can harness and look at that and look at that as an advantage and look at that as an asset, we will, there will be revolution that takes place in what the Air Force is going to be over the next several years of the years to come, as long as we're able to look at it and see it for the goodness and the gold that it is, because there is so much to it, because everything f flows and operates through this, this environment and the complexity of what the environment is. I mean, there's, I couldn't be more excited for what you guys have launched into Ben for you and your team. And thank you for doing it because seriously, you know, one of the things about innovation, one of the things about, about the whole disruptive AF podcast is encouraging people of just get started. Like, don't make, I don't care how many people have told you no. I don't care how many people said, oh, it's a terrible idea. Half my life is, and Dan, I'm sure you're in the same, but half of my life has been told, oh, you just don't fit here. 
you're right. We don't. There are makers and you know, they're Air Force makers, they're shakers, they're doers. And that's what Disruptive AF Podcast is all about. Encouraging people to step out of their bounds, to say, yes, we can do it. Just absolutely get started, get moving because innovation is not it's not a destination. It's a lifestyle. It's a process. It's a, it's a mentality. So congratulations to you and your team. Um, thanks so much, man. Dan, as always, our, our time, just, we just blast through the time here right. on podcast, but Hey, for all of you listeners out there, one, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you have not subscribed and you're watching on YouTube or on Spotify or wherever podcasts are available, make sure you go hit the subscribe button literally right now. If you're on YouTube, go over there. You'll see the little logo. Make sure you hit subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications. And when we do drop new great innovation content to you, we will see you guys back here next week, right here on this disruptive AF podcast. Ben, Dan, you guys are the best. Can't wait to hear more about Air Force Gaming uh, and the eSport network that you guys are building. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time right here on Disruptive AF.